These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world, and welcome to the funniest people I know podcast. And you know, it's it's a little different today, actually. It's really just the funniest person I know. Yeah. Well, sorry. So we'd normally be in the studio with George, Alexandria, and TJ, Mm -hmm. but TJ is here. Thank you, TJ. Hey, Will. How's it going? It's good. George and Alexandria are running a little late, so I we only have the studio for so much time, so we're just going to have to start the show. Yeah. I'm in the studio today with a talented bunch of comedians. See, that doesn't line. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you and me. I'm here with TJ. Hey, I'm here. Do you remember when Garth Algar tries to do the show without Wayne in the first Wayne's World movie? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I remember that part. I do know what you're talking about, though. It's a great part of the movie. Wayne's World. Yep, that's that's the one. Well, folks, we we hope you're having a great day, and we hope they get here soon, because this is... uh, Oh. Hey. Uh, oh, look. Hey. Look who just got here. Thank huh. goodness. Yeah, thank God. Huh. Wow. Sorry. Whew. Hello. Uh, hi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys are recording. Oh, Hello. yeah. Yeah, we uh, Sorry, my bad. We're well into the episode, yeah. so finally I'm sitting here with the funniest people I know. Alexandra and George, where were you? I can't believe you started without us. I didn't think you could start without us. Isn't the point of the funniest people? I know you need people. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. TJ. Yeah. We were having a great conversation before y'all got in. Let me tell you about our opening. It's what you don't say that's so funny. Yeah. Tiptoeing between the raindrops. In between the lines. <laughs> oh, I remember that song. Is that what we're doing? That's right. Why were you late? Okay. See, what happened was okay. we oh, went wow. and we, we checked in at security. As and you know, how, And you know how, like, security is kind of always, when you're at the door, we the building, and you're pushing the button, and they're, like, kind of mean to you. They're like, come on in! They're always all weird. Like, why are you guys here? And what what you... <laughs> what say you? I was trying to say... Or... The security guy was like, what say you? Yeah, they're always like... What yeah. say you? Are they I old don't... English? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really worried, like, asking all sorts of questions. Live from the Globe Theater in <laughs> London, I've got Madame Alexandria. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's how it feels. It gets really... Whew. So you come in, you yeah. go to security, you sign in. What happened? Why are you late? On the screen. Yeah, there was Wheel of Fortune. Yes. Oh. And they were really close to solving the puzzle. Yeah, and we knew one of the words was pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And we, at the bottom, it had the clue, and it was pie. We knew we were close, but then there was this weird U yeah. in the middle of the puzzle. So Alexandria and I were trying to solve the puzzle, and it just took us a minute. We had to see it through to completion. Well, apparently now, on Wheel of Fortune, they do crosswords. Yeah, they do crosswords now on Wheel of Fortune. Not just phrases now. It was what? types of pies, pumpkin, then mm-hmm. Eskimo. And those were parallel, like they normally are. It said pumpkin Eskimo, and then perpendicularly were two other pies. Oh, they didn't used to go down. That's what was confusing. Mm. So then what were the other two pies? It was mud. That's where the U was. That's where the U came from. Mud. That's that's a bit of a stretch. And Mm. then pot pie. My favorite. What's a mud pie? Chicken or veggie. A Uh, mud pie, I think, is just what children make. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like, like a Mississippi mud pie. Yeah. Mistakes. What's some? Oh, it's a okay. Oh, maybe it's a mud pie like what kids do. Uh, I don't know. I didn't play in the dirt. You know, it was like fancy. What I want to know is, will there be mud pie at your wedding? Oh my goodness! They're better not. It's a beach wedding, so we're going to be in the sands. Maybe um, what happens with it'll be clay. I don't know what happens when you mix sand and water. I don't remember that part of science. I'm excited to have a beach wedding, intimate affair with all of our old friends and family, and I'm really excited because my celebrity family is coming. Who's going to be there? My mom, Oprah, she's taking <laughs> off. She's flying in from Chicago. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, nice of her. She's had a really busy week. She had mm-hmm. to be there for Gil after that whole R. Kelly interview oh, and everything. Yeah. So she's really had to be a support system, so she's looking forward to having a vacation. Is Aunt Gail coming? Aunt Gail couldn't make it. She's traumatized. Know, she's still traumatized, mm-hmm. and then they oh, need boy, her yeah. on the CBS morning show. Mm-hmm. They need her. She has to be up at 4 in the morning. She is a busy woman. She is so busy. Mm-hmm. I love my Auntie Gail, though. She got me a nice <laughs> gift. Oh. Really sweet. I won't yeah. tell you guys. Because she's naughty. Oh, and then, Gail. I know. <laughs> would you believe it? She's fun. I can. I would. I could yeah, totally me too. See it. Yeah. It's the flip in her hair. The clues are there. So then, my oldest sister Michelle is coming in. Her and mom are flying in. Oprah, Mama O, they're flying in from Chicago. <laughs> so I'm super excited to see Michelle. Barack is coming. The girl Sasha and Malia had to stay back school and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They don't like to pull them away from the education. They're really strict about that. So I won't get to see my nieces, but I do get to see my big sis Michelle so excited then I get to see Taraji oh as in Taraji P. Henson love her so do I that's why my cat was named after her Mm. that is my favorite sister don't Uh, tell Michelle that well Michelle likes to think she's my favorite because she's the one that really raised me because Mm. Mama O she had the whole TV show thing going she Mm. was building an empire creating a network she was busy and then by the time Michelle was busy with Barack I was old enough to take care of myself and I was in college so Mm. we were good yeah this isn't crazy at all can I segue for a moment into a little short Michelle story I saw the Parks and Rec episode where Michelle Obama comes on for the first time, Mm -hmm. and I wept. (laughs) (laughs) My sister's powerful. I could totally feel for Amy Poehler when she's so overwhelmed by Mm -hmm. that. Ah, we miss you. Tell her hello. I will. What is Michelle Obama doing right now? A lot of Pinteresting. Yeah. A lot of cooking recipes. Well, vegetable recipes. Yes. You know her garden. She has a great eggplant parm that she makes. I think I saw her selling organic cabbage at the Grant Park Farmer's Market on Sunday. Mm. And she didn't call me. (laughs) You think you saw her? No, I just like the idea that Michelle Obama, (laughs) to spread her mission of eating healthy, which was a great mission Mm -hmm. and a great thing to get behind as a first lady, but I don't know if it worked. It didn't. (laughs) No, I think vegetables are more popular than ever. How many people do you know that are vegetarian now? And then kale became so popular. Mm -hmm. That is true. Turnips Mm -hmm. had their moment. Turnip for what? That was a good one. And, you know, people wanted to wear sleeveless dresses, and you can't be eating Oreos and wear sleeveless dresses. That's a great point. I've never seen so many ladies lift and just Mm -hmm. get their arms together. Mm -hmm. My arms are put to shame. Always wearing sleeves over here. TJ, are you still vegan? Yes, last time I checked. (laughs) (laughs) 
were you vegan before my sister graced you with her amazingness or after? Mm, um, I think I have to say it was definitely an influence to me and my new found diet. Whenever I go grocery shopping in the produce section, I imagine Michelle Obama bringing all those vegetables to Ellen. She mm. cooked them. And I think I might imagine this too. And I'm just like, <laughs> what would Michelle Obama pick up in the produce section? I'm like, well, she definitely get turnips. So mm. turnips. She's definitely going to get some kale. Get some kale for she, the smoothie. And I also get garlic. Garlic's weirdly in the produce section. I don't know why. I mean, it's, it's a plant. Produce? I mean, it is a produce, but it's in a jar. I feel, I feel like it should be with the jarred vegetables. I mean, <laughs> I now yeah, understand right? your question. Sense? They're hidden. They're below the apples. So I was thinking of the real garlic. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking of actual you, real oh, yeah, garlic. No, You're just like talking jarred, about yeah, a jar of minced uh, garlic. Mm. Do you put? No, no. I think you're jarred right. peas with. Them? I don't like know. Pickles. There's no such thing as jarred peas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> First of all, I'd buy them. Okay, wait a second. What if we sold Funniest People I Know, TJ's Gourmet... Jarred peas? Jarred peas. Yeah. No one wants TJ's jarred peas. <laughs> no. <laughs> TJ, this is Shark Tank. Okay. Your product is jarred peas. All We're right. all three billionaires. What have you got? Hello, my name is TJ, and today I have brought to you... A delicious vegetable that has been safely stored inside this container. It is made of glass. Are those tiny olives? What is that? I can't... These are peas. These are peas. vegetable that has been around ever since I can remember. And <laughs> you can enjoy them with diced carrots. You can enjoy them <laughs> with diced tomatoes. And you can put them in a pie and have pea pie. <laughs> Mr. Cuban, is this that Make-A-Wish you were yeah, talking about? I, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I think we get a tax break if we give him money. <laughs> jarred peas. Peas come in a can. Why is a jar better than a can for your peas? A jar is better than a can because it is glass, and you can see through it, and you can see all the peas from top to bottom, and you don't know you're getting gypped. Who's your target market for this? My target market is old ladies between the ages 70 and 92. 70 and 92! <laughs> That's a big range. That's yes. a big range. Mm-hmm. What about, so 93-year-olds there? Yeah, so yes. Go get your canned peas, mm-hmm. lady. All their foods are liquefied by that age. <laughs> so specific. How much are you selling this small, it's a very small jar. This jar of peas comes at convenient price at $50.92. Wow. Mm-hmm. Where are these peas coming from? My backyard. How many of these <laughs> jars have you been able to produce? I have been able to produce two jars of peas. <laughs> and how frequently can you reproduce? I can reproduce every other year. <laughs> right. So get it while you can. Before you leave, what are you exactly asking the Shark Tank for, for your jarred peas? Yeah, I am asking for a 95% share hole <laughs> <laughs> and $3 million. Can we just buy the two jars of peas and ask you to leave? Yes. I'll give you 75 bucks for both of them. Sold. You overpaid for peas. <laughs> anything to get him out of here. Wow, that was pretty good. <laughs> Improv. Yes, but um, Thank you, TJ. I don't think jarred peas are going to take off. Oh. I feel like jarred peas have a lane, and it's called baby food, and grown-ups <laughs> aren't supposed to eat it. They sound terrible. Uh, yeah. You know what? It can be for a split pea soup restaurant. A split pea soup restaurant? Mm. Yes. That's all they do? That's all they do. Ooh. Because in mm, the new mm. millennium, in the 21st century, mm-hmm. restaurants that focus on niche things, 
that's it. Mm-hmm. Split pea that's soup. That's like super niche. Yeah. Super yeah. niche. I mean, split pea soup mm-hmm. with the bagels. Mm-hmm. Split pea soup by itself. This sounds like a restaurant in a series of unfortunate events. They it go would to an account. Yeah, it's like the, it's like behind the counter. <laughs> yeah, it's and the children say, "Not the bee place again." Yeah. I went to Japan. That's what I found very frustrating. Their restaurants all served one thing. We sell ramen. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. Or we sell soba noodles. That's it. Well, what if I want something and he wants something else? You have to go to two different restaurants. Exactly. Sometimes that means mm-hmm. you have to get on a train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope your peas gain and garner much success. <laughs> I like how Thank Alex's you. wedding turned into TJ sells peas on Shark Tank. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Jars. As my family members, Oprah and mm-hmm. my sister Michelle have taught me, mm-hmm. always enterprise. We're always going to enterprise. And that's mm-hmm. what we're going to do for you, TJ, with uh, your split pea soup business. Yeah, amen. And these jarred peas. <laughs> Why don't you guys try to enterprise a segment? Okay. Uh. TJ and I love movies, and we were talking about, we talked about, like, our love of rom-coms? Yes, rom-coms. I love them. <laughs> because that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> and then I walked away, and I was like, he's weird. Yeah. She's like, I'm not doing lunch with you ever again. Ever again. He, like, stopped calling. It was so awkward. No. Come back, please. <laughs> she just left you at the restaurant. I didn't even pay. All right. Um, <laughs> Is eating my soup alone? But, no, we were talking about how we love rom-coms, and... I had read this article maybe on like the salon or Vox or one of those hipstery websites and it was talking about how the Me Too movement how it just really affects everything we watch and there was a theory going around about rom-com movies and how if you check them up against beliefs and how we view things now you would be a little disappointed in some of your favorite movies and so I was watching one of my favorite rom-coms 500 Days of Summer I'm looking at this movie, and I loved it. When I first saw it, I was Team Joseph's character, and I thought Zoe was the worst. Why would she do Joe like this? Mm. Now here I am in 2019, all affected by the change, trying to go into life with a better lens, Puberty? living a better life. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I finished that. Mm-hmm. and Same. Same. <laughs> right? Last time I checked. And I couldn't help but find Joe to be awful and zoe was just out here trying to live her best life it did not live up to the me too thing Mm -hmm. watching this movie in 2019 ruined 500 days of summer for me Mm -hmm. this would be 10 years later because it came out in 2009 oh wow Wow. anniversary That was so pretty, how we did that together. I like that. I know. That's interesting. Ten years ago, I would have been 22. 22-year-old me is thinking, man, this great guy, he just wants to love Zoe. He's so sweet. And Zoe just isn't accepting of his love. And not that he didn't exhibit these qualities, but when you watch it from 2019, you recognize Zoe was just new to this job. She's mm-hmm. trying to meet new people, get to know her co-workers. Mm-hmm. And Joe is just enamored with her because Zoe is beautiful. Those eyes. Bangs. Bangs for yes. days. Yes. Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Legendary bangs. Yes. Essentially, I'm watching this movie and... Had he just listened to her initial, no, I'm not interested, this movie would have ended in the first mm, 10 minutes. Yeah. I, I'd be glad I saw it. 
I'd be like, that was good. <laughs> what like, that was a great sketch. <laughs> what yeah. a great short film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then I watched Scott Pilgrim, and it was the same thing. And I think that's around the same time as well. And I was just horrified by how one of my favorite movies, like, I love Scott Pilgrim. I was super excited to watch it. And it was the same thing. The girl that he ends up liking with the purple hair, Mm -hmm. she's like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not interested. And, like, skates away. And he's like, no. And he's, like, wanting to find her. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. he has a girlfriend who's 17. (gasps) Yikes. Oh. Yeah. How old is he? He was 22. (gasps) In the... Yes. Scott Pilgrim. Now... Here's the thing that was the redeeming quality to the relationship or was supposed to be from our perspective at that time. Mm -hmm. They were not sexually active. They were just dating. Mm -hmm. And it was a girl that he just thought was really cute. And she was just super obsessed with him because she was 17. And, of course, a 17-year-old is going to be enamored with a grown-up. And I thought this was so cute 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And now? Now I'm horrified, and I never can show these movies to my children. I have a serious question. Mm -hmm. The Me Too movement. Yes. I understand to mean that Me Too is I, too, have been sexually harassed or come upon in an uninviting or a forceful light. If a fellow is just overly flirtatious, and then, let's say, the female says, well, I'm really not into you, and he continues to be overly flirtatious... Is that a cause for a Me Too? Because that's not how I understand Me Too. That's a very fair question. It can be very tricky. They're just doing something that's very aggressively non-consensual. Then that is very much a Me Too thing. There are safe lines of flirtation as well. And even persistence. Sometimes that can be attractive. I think when you're persistent in a way that the other person probably is uncomfortable Sometimes we ignore social cues just to be like, no, I want this to be a thing. I think that's when we have to, maybe I should take a step back. This person seems really stiff right now Mm -hmm. from my Mm -hmm. advances. Mm -hmm. I bring this up in the context that I've heard folks casually say, me too, as if Mm. someone cut you in line. Mm. That's not a me too. Right. Where is this? Who are these people, Will? All over the place. Also, I'm sort of half thrown around this sketch Mm -hmm. idea that people that use Me Too in the wrong way, if I were to cut in front of a woman in line and then she looks at the cashier and says, huh, Me Too. No, no, that's not a Me Too. And I'm not in the habit of cutting people in line. I just like the world to know. Mm. Not a terrible person. (laughs) I have boundaries. I draw the line somewhere. I I, I harass my coworkers, but I don't (laughs) cut in front of people. Yeah. (laughs) I keep it at work. I don't take it outside. We are principled here. Since we're all comedians here, I'd like to also add that I thought of beat two of the sketch mm-hmm. a woman brings her cat into the vet's office vet mm. says look man we're full up you have to make an appointment and the cat is a black cat and she says well i guess black lives don't matter ah <laughs> mm, that would be an interesting again a social media <laughs> phrase that is used out of context can you separate the art from the artist i have had to come to a hard no just in light of i agree yeah recent developments about how sometimes the music may have been connected to some of the things that was happening behind closed doors michael jackson that was a hard pill to swallow for me i loved michael and did you that, watch the documentary uh, i didn't watch the documentary because i honestly could not bring myself to watch it mm-hmm But I did hear from a lot of sources and things that I follow what was said in the documentary. And 
I'm inclined to believe the victim because that's where we have to be these days. So you're at a Halloween party. Thriller comes on. Yeah. You got to delete that from your playlist? Mm. I walk out. I'm to, I have to at least walk outside. Maybe I won't leave right. the entire party, but I'm going to walk outside for a moment. Or I think you could sort of moonwalk out the door. Mm. <laughs> Wouldn't that defeat the purpose? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wouldn't I still be supporting like, it? It still exists, right? Like, the, right. You just, like you're not going to erase Michael Jackson or his music from the public record. Nor you, can I convince others to erase so him either. You can not shop and buy his records. Don't give him money or something. Right. But I think, I think people are going to a bit of a craziness. But who's your favorite ever singer? My all-time fave, another member of my celebrity family, my cousin Rihanna, mm-hmm. is just my favorite singer. I love her attitude and I love her music. And with you even saying that, it made me think we have to make a list of people yeah. that if they were canceled or some like crazy scandal came out about them, these are the celebrities that if that scandal came out about them, I'm going in a bunker, I'm hiding out. Give me like two years to recover. You don't believe in anything anymore. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Like, what is humanity? <laughs> what is mm-hmm. life? If they could do this. Mm-hmm. You find out tomorrow that Rihanna's been keeping people in her basement uh. chained up, like Alfre Woodard did in that season of Desperate Housewives. <laughs> what, what would you do? Could you still listen to her music? Could you still ponder replay? My brain would just. Pew! My brain is going to decimate. It's going to explode. Mm-hmm. I can't handle it. Rihanna and I were the same person. That's like if I committed. If she, you found out you were doing it? Yes. I'm like, <laughs> what did I do? I was chaining people up. How could I? That's exactly how. Or if you were really a kind of 2019 Dexter. <laughs> if you found out tomorrow that okay. Alexandria mm-hmm. was a Dexter-like serial killer right, and you'd right. known her all this time, mm-hmm. how would you feel about that? Oh, I don't know. I'd be like talking to Diane Sawyer and be like, I can't believe it. Oh, she was like <laughs> my closest friend. Diane, right? She reached out to me. I can't <laughs> help who comes to me for a comment. We were on a podcast together and she was being like the nicest person. Like and, my scandal oh got my Diane Sawyer to you. That's yes. like rather exciting. Thank you, TJ. Yeah, I, so highly I, I mean, oh gosh. Oh, that would so be amazing to be on Diane Sawyer. Right? Yeah. Like she really gets to. Remember the interview with Whitney? Yes. Man. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. We're going to play a game called the Me Too Fantasy League. TJ and Alexandria have both made separate lists of people that America would be devastated if these folks were to have committed some Me Too atrocity mm-hmm. or affrontery. Who's on your list? I started out with my fave, Rihanna. That would just kill me if I found out Rihanna murdered her assistant or... <laughs> I can see her doing that. She has a temper. My first one would be Tom Hanks. Oh, no. no America can handle that. Yeah, hero. Beyonce. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <gasps> yes. Yep. That would be tough. Janelle Monet. Mm. Oh my god, I love her. Right? Yeah. She's so perfect. She's amazing, yeah. Ugh. I don't think she can do wrong. Wayne Brady. Oh. From, from whose line is it anyway? Yeah, Wayne Brady. I love him. Uh, he's sweet. Uh-huh. Meryl Streep. All. <laughs> All seven members of BTS. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah. Oh, Tom yeah. Hanks' son, Colin Hanks. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He's so... I like him, too. He's cute. I had to put a guy on my list because it was getting long with all the women, but okay. Michael B., or as I like to call him, Michael Bay Jordan. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back at you with 
female Emma Roberts. <gasps> no. Oh, mm-hmm. she was so good on American Horror Story, yep. remember? Exactly. I don't know. She was on Screen I think Queens. she might actually be evil. Oh, yeah. Okay, she's so wait. She's good at playing it. Yeah. Never I think, mind. I think, she, I think she's the most likely person on your list. Oh. I yeah. think you're going to find out she's really a Although, vampire. Yeah. to be fair, I don't know anything about Colin Hanks. Yeah. Mm. He might also be a vampire. He was oh, on that true. weird season of Dexter. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yep. Living in Tom's shadow. Yeah. Can't be easy. Wow. Well, folks, if you've got an idea for who the next Me Tour is going to be, you can email us at funniestpeopleiknow <laughs> at gmail.com. We have our own predictions. Let's hear them. Everyone came up with their own who they think is going to be on the Me Too next. I'll start us off. I couldn't decide between two, Carson Daly and Nicolas Cage. The 90s oh, were crazy. Carson oh, Daly was oh. in charge of everything. But Nicolas Cage is always busy, so I think it's Carson Daly. I'm going to uh, yeah. throw in Ananda Lewis. Remember Ananda Lewis? She was my mm. favorite VJ at that time, and I haven't heard from her in a minute. Yeah. That suspect. Yep. <laughs> George, you got anybody? Eric Trump. Mm. Oh, somebody out of there. Mm. That makes sense. And I'm going to close this out with Sherry from Lamb Chop's Play Along. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> if a ghost is me tooing, you have double problems. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a whole nother level oh of gosh. a mess. And if she's not, I'm sorry, Sherry. <laughs> Folks, for our next segment, we want to give a shout out to Radio Fresh founder Riad Fares. This is a great story that I first heard on one of my favorite shows, This American Life, and I think it's really important that the world know about Riad. In 2013, Riad founded an independent radio station in a remote part of northern Syria. Radio Fresh gave a voice to the people. Reed stood up to oppression against Bashar al-Assad and the authoritarian regimes taking over his village. He survived multiple assassination attempts, was shot in the chest three times, tortured by al-Qaeda, and eventually assassinated. He was a journalist who, through it all, had a great sense of humor. The HTS militant group, which controls the area, ordered Radio Fresh to stop broadcasting music and to take women off the air. Radio Fresh responded by playing sounds such as tweeting birds, ticking sounds, clucking chickens, bleeding goats, and modifying women's voices with computer software as a sarcastic gesture against these demands. Effectively, this new military government says, sorry, no more women on the air. Also, you can't play music in between segments. He said, well, then I'm going to play the most obnoxious thing throughout this town of Syria where folks couldn't communicate but through this community radio station. Mm -hmm. You'd hear a chicken clucking really, really loudly at two in the morning, waking all the soldiers up. (laughs) Riot proves that in 2019, we need comedy now more than ever. Mm -hmm. Laughter brings people together. Don't take fear-mongering and oppression lying down. And to honor Riad, we're going to play a game here on The Funniest People I Know. I'm going to play an animal noise. Okay. You love animal noises. I sure do. Yeah. And I want you guys to see if you can oh. guess what animal this is. All right? So don't look over my shoulder, George. I'm in deja vu. <laughs> we hope you'll play Did along your dad well. used to make you listen to animal noises? Yeah. You have to get me started. <laughs> Here's the first one. You guys ready? Yes. Oh, my God. Is that TJ? Yeah. Yeah, uh, before you guys got here, I tortured him. Yeah. Is TJ yeah. getting in the shower in the morning? <laughs> yeah. It's cold. There's no hot water? Yeah. 
I think that was uh, a goat. It was what a goat. Yeah, was it one of those screaming goats? Was that was a screaming goat. You guys are correct. Good. You guys, that's three for three for everybody. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's play another one. Would you guys like to hear more of that? Because I've got many more. I think I'm mm, good. good. I'm yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What do we think that was? I think that's what TJ sounded like after the Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. I'm guessing hippo. What do you think? Are there... Uh, mm, a cow? Uh. All right. TJ? Um, also a cow. The answer is camel. Oh. Mm. It sounds like oh. a cow. I heard yeah. they made cheap noises. Cheap noises? Yeah, like bah. We're going to play one more. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm waiting. What do we think? Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> What's it sound like? No, it sounds like a Sesame Street character. Uh, oh, wow. Surprise. I think we're going to say something else. Hmm. I'm going to say a chicken. Okay. George? Uh, I, I don't know, like a, a duck. TJ? Mm, I think also a bird of some sort. It's the willow ptarmigan. Oh, yeah. I was oh, close. God, I was close. Was so I won. Right. Yes, I won. <laughs> Which is the Alaska state bird. Folks, please support comedy. Thank you for listening to the funniest people I know. Radio Fresh in Syria, which still operates even without Riot. We salute you. George, I understand we've got some mail from our listeners. Yeah, yeah. I've got a few emails that we received from some listeners. Thank you for your emails. I read everything, and we get to a few of them on the air. The first one. Dear Will, what is the Georgia Radio Reading Service? Charles. That's a great question. The Georgia Radio Reading Service is a nonprofit radio station here in the middle of Atlanta. Hmm. We record out of the Georgia Public Broadcasting Building, and we are a radio reading service for the visually impaired. Mm. So huh. we do audiobooks. We have a show called Eye on Blindness that's won several awards. And on Saturdays, we do this ridiculous show. <laughs> huh. You can find out more about the Georgia Radio Reading Service by visiting www.garrs.org. Dear funniest people I know. All of us. All of us? Yay. <laughs> Is TJ for real? Oh, what? <laughs> Love Keisha. Keisha. TJ, what's up? Are you a character? I don't know what I am. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. TJ's on a journey. Exactly. I think I can speak to this a little, if I may. Oh, wow. He's 100% <laughs> genuine. Yes. Aww, that's for Thank sure. Thank you. This is not put on. This is not an act. Mm-hmm. What TJ says and writes and does <laughs> is all from his own magnificent imagination. Yeah. Exactly. TJ's a gem. Don't yes. anyone tell you different. Hi, TJ. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Why do mommies and daddies get to sleep in bed together, but kids have to sleep in their own rooms alone? Oh, Sophia, my. age six. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that one's specifically addressed to you, TJ. Wow, yeah. Totally. I can answer. Why do... Can you read it one more time? Yeah. Why do mommies and daddies get to sleep in bed together, but okay. kids have to sleep in their own rooms alone? Okay. Mommies and daddies, or sometimes daddies and daddies, or mommies and mommies, or or just mommy, or just daddy. Sleep in bed together. Or mommy and the neighbor. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> we, we don't have time for all the combinations. Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
They sleep together because they like to watch TV together until they go to sleep. And not all TV is appropriate for children. So uh-huh. Exactly. Good answer. And as you Thank grow you. older, Sophie, oh, you will God. learn to love your privacy and your own space. Mm-hmm. And you will wish your parents... Mm. will leave you alone. Yes. Good luck, Sophie, and thank you for listening. (laughs) Yeah. This one is a follow-up to an earlier listener email. Hey, TJ. Hey. I took your advice. On Valentine's Day, I marched into my office with a dozen roses and proudly proclaimed, Marie, I'm by, and then declared my undying love for her. I said that? It, no, this is a letter to you, TJ. Oh, how did you get confused? Oh, I said you took my, I took your advice. Yeah, this person took your advice. Okay, you yeah. gave advice to someone. Okay. You told them to do this. I remember. Oh, remember you told someone to do this? I vaguely. Okay. okay. Do you remember when he told someone to do this? Mm-hmm. I was oh. here. Okay, I y'all remember? So proudly proclaimed, Marie, I'm by, oh. and then declared my undying love for her. Oh. It was like a scene from a movie. Oh. Turns out, instead of a rom-com, oh. it was a horror film. Uh-oh. Marie immediately filed a complaint with HR. Oh, oh. I've been suspended, and my boyfriend broke up with me, threw me out of our townhouse, and now I'm living with my mom. Oh. What do I do now? Wait a second. Jimmy. Wait, Jimmy. Wait, well, the first thing you should do is seek some better advice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jimmy, stop asking TJ for advice. Yeah, I'm not like the best person for this. <laughs> I would have um, taken it all with yeah. a grain of salt. Yeah. 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 So TJ's not a certified anything, but certified. I yeah. don't even take restaurant suggestions. <laughs> I've been like some good ones. Um, <laughs> there, man. His boyfriend broke up with him because he proclaimed... Okay, I, I guess your memory's terrible. This right, guy yeah. was gay. Okay. And he right. said that he realized he had a crush on his co-worker. Right. And asked you what he should do. And you said he should mm-hmm. go into work and proclaim that he's bi and tell her he loves her. I And so he remember. did, oh. and now he's saying it ruined his life. Oh, wow. I can't remember that being me. So, <laughs> I don't know who that was. Yeah. Are you claiming fake news? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That that was someone have, else. That must have been some other TJ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think that, that must have been me. DJ. Yes, DJ. He's the worst. Because TJ <laughs> would have never. Mm-hmm. Always pretending to be me. Giving bad advice to people. And terrible restaurant suggestions. <laughs> Just learned. Yeah. Don't ask DJ don't, anything. Don't but ask, ask TJ anything yeah. you want. What can I give this guy? He might Does need it, a roommate. Yeah. You need a roommate, TJ? I'm good. Um, but doesn't kill you makes you stronger yeah. as Kelly Clarkson says yes mm-hmm. alright so a little more Spotify that's your advice yeah. ladies and gentlemen this has been another episode of the funniest people I know you can find us on Facebook at funniest people I know or on Gmail at funniest people I know at gmail.com have yourselves a hilarious week 